It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm your host, Linda Entwee. And uh, this episode was very entertaining to me, to say the least. Guys, we're covering season two, episode 10, Shattered Dreams of Darcy and Stacey today. But first and foremost, we're going to do some housekeeping as per usual. Uh, support the show wherever you're watching. Hit that thumbs up. That'd be great. Uh, bottom of your screen, you can see where you can support the show. If you're watching on YouTube, we have Super Chat and Super Stickers. And shout out to my the people that make these shows possible. So Olivia, Vanessa, Trisha, Sandra, Carol, Trina, Danielle, Rebecca, Marianne, Nia, Raydella, Linda, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Amanda, Julissa, Donna over at Anchor FM, and Angela. Thank you for being Patreon subscribers. I have some some really fun stuff coming up for you this week, so look out for that. Uh, guys, Darcy and Stacy, they always kind of put a smile on my face for some reason. I know that it can be a train wreck, and there's a lot of stuff that people want to say, but I, I kind of love these two girls. I think that they're pure entertainment. So it's their last day in Boudram at their villa. And, you know, Stacy's still processing the baby news. She's upset. She's hurt. Um, she realizes that she was being a bitch and took all her frustrations out on Florian. But she wants to focus on the new. Out with the old, in with the new. Good vibes, positive energy, all the good things. Peace, love, joy, all that shit. Um, and so instead, they're going to focus on their new teeth and get their plastic teeth out of their, their mouths, their permanent teeth in their mouths, and then they're off to Istanbul for their boob job, nose job, tummy tuck, all the tuck, tuck, tuck. So they're leaving their villa in Boudram, and one of Stacy's plastic teeth fell out, and they still have bad weaves. I don't understand what TLC production, I don't understand what production is doing to these girls. Like, I just don't understand it. You see the tracks, you see the lashes, like help a sister out. Do you know what I mean? You guys know this is gonna be international TV. Help a sister out. Why are you all leaving them hanging like that? Anyhow, hasn't changed all season, 10 episodes in and it's still the same. So why am I even surprised? Um, so they go into get their teeth done. It's a two hour process and you know, it, it's a lot, right? Like. The whole shaving of the teeth. And I know one of you reached out to me and told me like there's a whole difference between like veneers and caps and crowns. There's like different ones. So these are veneers apparently and, and they shave your regular teeth down so they can, it's a whole thing you guys, it's a whole thing. Two hour process. This is what it looked like with like the plastic teeth coming off and the new teeth going in and cemented in the whole nine yards. It was a lot for me to watch. Like I'm, I'm squirmish like that, but whatever. Um, and then they love their new teeth. Two hours later, they're checking it out. They both love their new teeth. They feel like they're married to them. They did this whole weird, I do, I do, I do, I do. Like they're married to their teeth. They're feeling good. They're feeling fly. They're feeling sexy. And they're feeling high. I died of laughter, y'all. I died of laughter because that really reminded me, and I don't know if you guys know this, and I should have probably pulled it up, but Darcy and Stacey used to rap. Like, they, they used to be rappers. 
They have a whole production company. They have a couple of singles out. I don't know if you guys knew that. So this whole like feeling good, feeling flirting, feeling high, feeling sexy, like that was a whole thing. Like they came out off the top of their head with that little rhyme. Anyhow, they're checking out each other's teeth. They're both in love with their teeth. And so I took a screenshot of the before and after and I don't really see a difference y'all. So like on the left is Darcy. On the top is her before and the bottom is her after. I, I think it looks better. And then for Stacy, if those were indeed her real teeth on the before, why in the world would you grind those down just to put fake ones in that look exactly the same as your real teeth? I mean, if you had beautiful teeth, why not just leave your teeth the way they were? Very confusing to me. Anyways, they totally love their teeth. They're for it. I guess it's a good thing. As long as they're happy, I'm happy. Um, meanwhile, back in Connecticut, it's all about Georgie. We re-meet Amos, his friend from uh, DC. Georgie's feeling lonely. It's been really hard for him. He's missing Darcy. Amos is concerned about Georgie since the last time he saw him and the fight and the whole thing. So he just really is like, what on earth is going on with you and Darcy? And surely things have gotten better. And Georgie continues to talk about how the communication's an issue for them, how she reached out to Octavia. He didn't appreciate it. He has trust issues with her now. And after that, after reaching out to Octavia, she continued to stay in contact with Octavia and he just didn't really appreciate it. And now he doesn't trust her. And then he's like, so I decided that I was going to reach out to her ex and I reached out to Jesse. And Amos is like, that was like looking at him all crazy. Like that was a terrible, terrible idea. And um, he has this line that I thought was hilarious. He said, you know, it started off as shaky ground. And now it seems like you guys are in quicksand, which we see by the end of the episode that that's indeed exactly where they are. And then Florian shows up and he's got the alcohol. He's ready for a boy's night. And to him, guy's night, he says, means alcohol, last, big bellies, and beers. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? I freaking love. I don't know what they told Florian this season, but he is like with the one-liners. I freaking love it. Like, he is so funny. Um. Then he talks about how the last time he saw Amos, you know, him and Georgie had a little bit of heat. And I was like, where does he even know all this slang? I'm digging it. Uh, so he wants to make a better impression on Amos this time. But, you know, y'all, that did not work because lo and behold, what happens? Lauren didn't know that Georgie called Jesse. So when Amos blurted it out, Georgie was like, what? Excuse me. Flora was like, wait, what? What did you do? And then Georgie felt all like crazy because he didn't want Amos to tell Florian because then he knew that Florian was going to tell Stacy and Stacy was going to tell Darcy and then he would be in hot shit, right? So <clears throat> um, he was like, you know, I just didn't really want Darcy to find out because I don't need this to be made from a fly to an elephant. A fly to an elephant? The producer's like, what does that even mean? And he's like, you know, you're making an elephant out of a fly. Like, little things, you're making it huge. And this doesn't have to be huge. But I know that as soon as 
Florian finds out it's going to be huge because Florian's going to tell Stacy, he's going to tell Darcy, and then Darcy's going to freak out. And he, he was right about that, right? So it is what it is. So Florian's not impressed that Jar Georgie called Jesse at all. He thinks it was a poor move. He's like, do you feel like you have power now? Like, do you feel better about yourself? Do you feel like you're a man now? Like, why would you even do that? I already told you not to do it. And Georgie's like, you know, I didn't really get anything out of it. He feels guilty about it. He feels upset about it because he calls Jesse a little bitch and he doesn't respect Jesse and he knows it was the wrong move and a waste of his time, but he was feeling hurt. So what did he do? He lashed out. And what did he do? He lashed out called Jesse, who is Darcy's, you know, nemesis. And he didn't get anything out of it. And what's the lesson that we all learn, you guys? What's the lesson to be learned from this? Florian's like, well, you know, this is not a competition. And just because she called your ex, I mean, you have to call her ex and it's not a competition just so that you can make a point. He's like, you know, you, and literally this is what Florian said, you fucked up the relationship. And then he goes on to say, with everything and everyone, you try to make your points made. And really, you lose out in the end, which I absolutely agree. Hey, Lisa. Hey, girl. Hey. Lisa's like, it was okay for Darcy to talk to Georgie's ex, but not okay for Georgie to call Jesse. LOL. So... Florian feels uncomfortable, right? Because he's in a a tight spot. He feels protective of Darcy, but he's also friends with Georgie. And he wants to tell Darcy, but he doesn't want to, quote, put gasoline or fire on this relationship because it's already gone to shit. So he doesn't know what to do. And I was like, Florian, you know exactly what you're going to do. You're going to tell Stacy immediately, if not sooner. I'm surprised you're not texting her right now. And then guess what? She's going to tell Darcy. I'm, we all know that's going to happen. So like, don't act like you're too conflicted. So meanwhile, back in Boudram, oh no, they've flown to Istanbul now. So Darcy wakes up in the morning. It's the first morning in Istanbul. Darcy's feeling pretty because she's got her new teeth in. They're in a villa again. This whole villa thing, the... Airbnb, I don't know. Like, I guess my definition of villa is different than their definition of villa, but apparently they've been staying at villas this whole time, but it, they really do like look like Airbnbs to me. And might I add that it looked exactly the same as the villa in Boudram. It looked exactly the same. You walked up to the, the patio doors and then the pool was there and those like wicker long chairs were... I was like, are we, did we actually, are we sure we went somewhere different? Are we sure we're in a different villa? I don't know. What did you guys think? Didn't it look very similar? And notice how they didn't, didn't pan around this time inside, didn't show us the inside, nothing. All of a sudden they were just, they were in this Istanbul. They didn't show us Istanbul. They didn't show us the new villa. None of that stuff. They're just like, oh, we're, we're in Istanbul. And we're going to be outside on the patio by the pool. But you guys were just by the patio in the pool in Boudron. Like, it, I don't know. I, if the cat came running across, I would have been like, see, y'all are trying to fool us right now. Anyhow, um, they're in Istanbul in their villa. Darcy's feeling very zen and relaxing. 
and majestic and she's realizing that Istanbul is helping her mark her transformation into her new Darcy, peace, love, happiness, eat, pray, love, all that stuff. Um, and, you know, she can't help but think about Georgie and wondering what he's doing, if he's feeling lonely or if he's living it up. And she's hoping that he's missing her, but she doesn't know because she hasn't talked to him. And then, because they're sitting outside in their villa, Stacy gets a text from Florian and has news because Georgie called Jesse. Now, Darcy freaks out. And Darcy starts crying because that's what Darcy does. And Darcy's like, okay, let me get my, let me get my acting face on. Darcy's like, I don't need this shit. What an animal. I can't believe he did this to me. He's disgusting. These guys are manipulators. He's doing it in retaliation. He's deceitful. He's disgusting and spiteful. Okay, end scene. So, and literally, that's as quick as it was. It was, it was all that, but I didn't see one teary eye. I just saw a lot of that. Um, but she's gonna have the last laugh. She says so. She's just disheartened that her supposed fiance reached out to the one person that hurt her the most in her life. It's the one person she would never want to stay in contact with. And, you know, shame on him. And he hurt her. And then guess what? She starts crying again. I can't believe that he did this to me. I can't believe. Uh, so then Stacy. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Thank you. End scene. So then Stacy calls Florian because, you know, Darcy's crying and, you know, wants to know what's going on. Now, Darcy wants to know what's going on and what they talked about. Were they bashing her? All the things. Now, from what I saw, Florian doesn't really know what they discussed. He just knows that Georgie called Jesse. That's all he knows. That's all he was told. But Florian... Because, you know, Florian's up there like the girlfriends. He's up there like, let me just get it in on it. Let me just throw my two cents on it. He says, listen to me. They talk good. They talk bad. It's all fucked up. I was like, you know what, Florian? You're a little shit disturber. You don't know what they talked about. You're just throwing the gasoline, like you said, on the fire. Stop playing. Darcy starts crying again. And Florence like, stop crying, stop crying, stop crying. She's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not crying. I'm not, I'm not crying. Do you like my teeth? Is it a sexy smile? She says, and of course, Florian being Florian says, yes, I love them. I love you, he says. And I swear to God, you look like Marilyn Monroe. And of course, that made Darcy happy because yes, she feels like a starlet. She feels like a Hollywood smile. And 
Listen, all I know is Florian knows exactly what to say and when to say it, and I'm loving him for it. I think it's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> Vanessa said, she had a whole husband, but that brief relationship with Jesse was the worst in her lifetime. Listen, girl, I don't, I don't, apparently, apparently, apparently it was the worst of the worst of the worst, unlike the best of the best, like as Whaley would say. Um, so Darcy's feeling disheartened. Um, she's feeling sad. She says, you know, he's not acting like a future husband to be. And Stacy's like, listen, Darcy, you have a pattern. You have a pattern of toxic relationships. You go in them over and over and over again. And you really just need to cut the, cut the pattern out. Um, and you know, you have the power, Darcy. You have the power. Take your power back. Meanwhile, they cut to Annika. Annika's putting extensions in her hair. She's freaking out that she looks like so much like her mom. She blames it on the extensions and the eyelashes. I blame it on the extension and the eyelashes too. Because I keep forgetting that those girls are like, what, 15? 14 and 15 at that time. So like 15 and 16 now, but like super young, young teenagers. And, you know, they tell you you're getting old when like, first of all, this is what I'll say. They tell you you're getting old when you can't tell like when like super young people are young. But I want to tell you like growing up, 14 and 15 did not look like that. Do you know what I mean? Like they did not. They look way old, way old. 14 and 15 looked like 14 and 15 when I was growing up. Now 14 and 15 with all the YouTube and the contouring and the friggin' lashes and contour and flush and like bleh, all the stuff. All of a sudden 15 looks like she's 35. You know what I mean? Like just slow your roll. Slow your roll. That's that's all I'm saying. Slow your roll. Like if you're 14, be 14. Because guess what? You have your whole life to look like you're 25. And then when you're 25, and you have all that shit on your face for so long. When you're 25... You're going to look like you're 45. And then guess what? And I don't come for me because I'm all about self-improvement. Do whatever makes you feel beautiful. You want to throw a little filler in here, lift here, tuck here. I'm all for it. You do you, boo. All I'm saying is that then when you're 25 and you're looking like 45, then you want to add X, like it's too much. Just, just chill out. You have all the time in the world to do all the enhancements. You don't have to have like all that stress for so many years. You know what I'm saying? Anyhow, so Aniko is joining the pageant life. And I don't know too much enough about like the pageant life. I just know that it seems stressful to me. Like life is stressful as it is. But she wants to be a pageant girl because she feels like pageants bring out confidence. And she wants to bring out the confidence in her. And she sees that her mom is getting plastic surgery to build her confidence. So this is her way of building her own confidence. And then Brittany comes over. Brittany's the pageant coach. She's got 10 years in the industry. She was some Miss Teen something or rather. I didn't catch it, didn't care. Um, and Brittany brought her pageant shoes, a pageant dress and said, you know, pageants take dedication and commitment. And I wanna make sure that you're committed to the pageant life. 
because pageant life is a whole way of life. The way you stand and shoulders back and hands down and face to the side and big smiles, bigger smiles, bigger smiles. Okay. Anyhow. She did that whole speech. I might have ad-libbed a little bit, but you got my point. She said it's dedication and commitment um, as she's talking like she was in a pageant. So it's more work than Annika anticipated. And then she's going to try on the shoes and walk around. Hey, Laura. Hey, girl. Hey. She's going to walk around and make sure that she doesn't like break her ankles and then she's going to go try on some dresses. She comes out in this white sparkle dress that, I mean, it was a pretty dress. Don't get me wrong. It was a pretty dress. It just looked like a wedding dress to me personally. And so, and then she had to practice, right? She had to practice in her heels, chin up, don't look stressed, and glide, and glide, hands back, and pose and then your hand placement your smile big but not too big like and if you're a pageant person hey listen you can give me i don't know anything about it it just was a lot going on and like i would be the first be like where am i supposed to put my hands what am i supposed to do chin up back up arch this arch. oh my god stop it um So she's walking around, she's walking around and, you know, Raydell is like, why did she ask her grandfather to help instead of her parents? I'll tell you this, and I talk about this all the time. The dad or the grandfather, Mike, has primary care. I still haven't figured out why Darcy or her ex-husband doesn't have primary care of their two kids, but it seems to me that that like he's raising those kids, which, you know, it happens a lot. It happens where the grandparents take care of the children for whatever the reasons. I just don't know what the reasons are, but it's clear that he has primary, he's the primary caregiver of those girls. So then we go back to Istanbul. Apparently Darcy and, and Stacy are exploring Istanbul. And again, I still don't really believe that they're anywhere different than Budram because when they said they were exploring, all of a sudden it's nighttime and they didn't show us anything about Istanbul. They just said they walked up some side stairs and they're going to go get coffee cup readings. Oh my God, I have to do this. You guys look at this real quick. All right, I'm back. I have to do this because it's important. So I don't know if any of you guys have had coffee cup readings. I have in the past. They're actually quite interesting. So they want to go get coffee cup readings because they feel they're both in tune with signs and the universe and peace, love and happiness and joy. And so they go to this lady who says it's not her profession. She's just it runs in her family. Her grandma did it. Her mom did it. She has it. It's a gift that runs in their family. And it's all about opening your energies. Okay. Um, 
So you order the Turkish coffee and then, and then don't ask, I'm not gonna give you guys the backstory cause I don't know you guys like that. Maybe on Friday for my Patreon subscribers, I will definitely, uh, well, not definitely, but I maybe will tell you some of the stories. Okay, so this, you guys can't really see it, but this is, this is like the little cups that they have for Turkish coffee, Lebanese coffee, Armenian coffee or whatever you want. And this is the little, little plate, right? So you drink, you drink your coffee, okay? Now, after you drink your coffee, there, it's like, and I don't know if you've ever had Turkish coffee, but it's heavy. So you're gonna get a lot of the grime on the bottom. After you finish your coffee and it's super strong and super yummy, you flip it over, okay? You turn it over like this, right? And then you turn it over like this and you make your wish. So whatever your wish is, you make your wish. Wish, 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 right? Okay, then you take it with your right hand and you go like this three times. So one, two, three. And with that same hand, you flip it over, okay? Pop it down. When you open it, there's like a whole pattern that happens with the coffee grinds at the bottom of your cup. And that is what they read. So in this reading, this is what happens. So in this reading, let me just look at my notes. For Stacy, she's looking at the, the little cup and she's like, it's an interesting time in your life, um, but there's a, there's a passion, like a hot romance in your life and it's pure passion because, you know, he will jump on you all the time. And for some reason, I'm getting a big A. And she's like, A? Well, A must mean Albania. And, you know, my husband is from Albania. And the lady's like, mm, I don't know. I'm not sure this is your husband. I was like, oh, my God. What? Okay, so... Stacy just said, my husband's from Albania. And the woman's like, mm, no, that's not it. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm seeing in your coffee cup. You're my, you, I guess you're going to have an affair. His name is going to start with A. So don't think Albania. Think like first name A, last name, not Florian. <laughs> then... Stacy asked, you know, do you, do you see any babies in the coffee cup? And the lady's like, no. That's it. No, like, further conversation. Just nope. Nope. Don't see that. Nope. But she goes, you can have layered wishes. So, you know, you can wish for anything you want, but just be careful and make sure, like, you're careful with your wishes. And Stacy took that to mean that she can still wish for anything that she wants because she's able to manifest whatever it is that she wants to manifest. Well, okay, like I'm all about manifesting all the things that you want in your life, but that is definitely not what this lady said. This lady said, A, Florian's not your man. I don't see him as your husband. B, you're not having any babies. And C, go ahead and make some other wishes. That's what she was saying. But if you want to interpret it a totally different way, hey, have at it. Now, Darcy's... <clears throat> Darcy's reading in the coffee cup in the grinds was that 
Her home was bright and sunny with a big heart just in the middle of it. And someone just brought it in and dropped it in your home. And that person is telling you that they love you. They love you. They love you. Consider me. And you are having question marks about it. And she says, the coffee cup reader says, the problem is that Darcy is going to have to face one of her demons. And it's a man. He has a big nose and he's taller than you. And it's a person that's important in your life who makes a lot of injustices to you. And she goes on to say, it's a kind of person who just brings his energy and puts it on top of your shoulders. And he has troubles with his heart. He needs to solve his own issues before he dumps his issues on you. Goes on to say that uh, she thinks, Darcy thinks it's Georgie. Now, when I was listening to it, I personally thought, hey, C. Cruz, hey, girl, hey. Um, hey, girl, hey, thanks for stopping by, C. Cruz. Okay, so she thinks, Darcy thinks that this lady was talking about Georgie, but as I read this over, I was like, couldn't she possibly be talking about Jesse? It sounds more like Jesse. Jesse, who... Uh, brings this energy and puts it on your shoulder. He has troubles in his heart. Uh, he needs to solve his own issues. He brought a lot of injustices to you in your life. He's taller than you. Like, I don't know. I thought maybe it might be more Jesse than Georgie, but I guess it could be either. What did you guys think? Who do you think that the coffee cup reader was talking about? So... Coffee Cup Reader goes on to say that this is not the one for you. So Georgie is not the one for you. And Darcy starts to cry and says, oh, my God, this adds such clarity. She goes on to cry and says that she loves him, but she's scared to let him go. She just wants to have peace in her life and love and joy and happiness. And so she doesn't know what she's going to do. But we all know what she's going to do. So everyone in the live chat is saying they were thinking Jesse too. Yeah, I think she was talking about Jesse. It sounds way more like Jesse. Agreed. So Istanbul has beautiful energy. It makes you feel strong, Darcy says. And then also she just had a coffee reading that told her 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 man was shit and that she should let him go and that he's not the one. So now Darcy feels like, this beautiful energy and she has no tears left. She loves him, but she's going to make the hard decisions because it's time and she wants love in her heart and she's just going to talk to him. She's going to come from a loving place and she's just going to tell him that they're both not getting what they need in this relationship. And she doesn't know if they're going to be part of each other's destiny. I love the way these two talk. They talk like I'm I'm reading some type of romance novel in real life. Like that's what I think I love about them. Like the whole like eat, pray, love, the zen, the energy, the beautiful life, the love, all the stuff. Like I just have never known anyone to actually really talk like that on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think that's what I love about these two. Like if you're having a bad day 
and you watch the show and you're like all about it's the it's freedom love romance joy happy like just i i think there's something about just throwing out random positive words that just makes you happy i'm gonna try it anyway she has no tears left and she's gonna call georgie so Darcy gets FaceTime photo shoot ready. So she pops her collar up. She's wearing this jacket. She pops her collar up. She fixes her hair. She makes sure that her lip gloss is good. Eyelashes are straight. And she's like ready to FaceTime Georgie. And they both have like pleasantries. Hi, hi, how are you? Good, I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And then... um. She wants to start to acknowledge her bad pattern of toxic relationships. And she says she's tired of arguing. She's tired of the manipulation. She's tired of the gaslighting. She's tired of the blaming. And she feels like the reader, the coffee cup reader, said the same things to her. So she's ready to just come in swinging when she's talking to Georgie. And so when he says, you know, how are you? She's like, I, I'm happy. I'm having a wonderful experience. And he's like, well, I hope you're not happy because I'm not around. Yeah, that's basically what she's saying. She's saying, I don't give up about you. I haven't thought about you. I haven't decided to call you. And I'm only calling you because I just got some beautiful energy from my coffee cup reader who told me that you're not the one. So now I have the courage to finally end this. So Georgie says, I miss you, I love you. I realized the time apart um, really made me realize that I wanna be with you. And do you realize he says that it's our one year anniversary from when we decided that we're gonna be a couple Darcy, you could see she was like flinching. She was like about to fall for it because she loves that, you know, that sweet talk. I mean, who doesn't like that sweet talk? She was about to fall for it, but she doesn't want to fall for it. So instead she says, well, you know what? I remember how hurtful you were when I was leaving and how you treated me when I was leaving. And it's just, it's not okay. You were hurtful. You were mean. The vibe when I left, like, do you even love me? She says, and... She says that she feels that the love is gone. She says, I know you called Jesse. And, you know, that's a whole other thing. She says, I'm not even going to get mad about it. It's just a whole other thing. And then guess what? Because he got confronted, Georgie freaked out. He started yelling. I can't believe you. And you're doing this about the relationship. And you don't want to do this. And you're a weak woman. And whoop, whoop, he went off. And I was like, oh. So you are, you're acting like a little bitch right now, Georgie. So she cuts him off. She's like, you know what? I'm going to still say my piece. I don't want a relationship like this. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to be away for a little bit longer. So whatever it is that you need to do to figure it out, figure it out. But I can't do this anymore. Then he says, don't be weak and walk away. And she's like, I am not a weak woman. I am not a weak woman, she says. But I just can't do this anymore. And she hangs up the phone. And then I guess that whole Istanbul strong energy, love makes you stronger energy was gone because as soon as she hung up the phone, she's oh my God, I just love him so much. I can't believe he said those things. Okay, so like, are you, are you strong? Are you not strong? 
do you have that good Istanbul energy? Eat, pray, love. Like, I, what's happening? Five seconds ago, you were saying something totally different. Anyways, <clears throat> we go to Connecticut. <laughs> we go to Connecticut. We see Jersey smoking, which was surprising to me. I didn't know he smoked. Smoking on the patio. Producers out there with him asking if he's okay because, you know, he just had a breakup. And he's like, of course I'm okay. Why wouldn't I be okay? Um, he goes on, he's like, why am I going to, you know, complain and cry like a baby? Yeah, I'm disappointed, but that's life. And then he goes on to say, that's why he doesn't open up because he's been fucked over so many times that this is not new, but it's just going to make him stronger. He blames Darcy for everything. He feels like she pushed him away. She, he calls her weak. He calls her, um, what do you say? He calls her weak and he's like, it's all her fault. And she has trust issues. She brings those trust issues onto me, which pushes me away. And she has a pattern of the same behavior. So she can try to date over and over and over again, but she's just going to have the same problem unless she deals with her own issues. Okay, Georgie, so you had nothing to do with what's going on here. You had nothing to do with the breakup of your relationship. You're not going to claim any of it. It's all Darcy. Because I'm finding that hard to believe from what I've seen. You ain't got no job. You ain't got no money. She's taking 100% care of you. Apparently, you've been completely selfish. On her birthday, she had to buy you gifts. But she's she's in the wrong. Okay. Okay. Go back to Istanbul, which again, I don't know if we're really in Istanbul, but wherever Darcy and Stacy say they were, we go back there. Darcy feels like running, so she starts running and she starts screaming that she's free, she's free, I'm free. And she's running around the in the night. It was very just random. She feels confused and sad, but she feels like she needs to accept better and she wants to start a new chapter in her life and she just wants freedom and peace, love and harmony. And then Georgie calls and that's where it cuts off. Now in the sneak peek, I think that Georgie hasn't accepted that the relationship is over and I am wanting to know what you guys think. Do you actually think that Georgie and Darcy broke up? Now, here's what I did. I did a little bit of internet sleuthing because I don't know what I believe. I don't know if they really broke up before it's for TV. But when I looked at Darcy's profile, she did delete all the pictures of Georgie. But she still follows Georgie. So I don't know if they're necessarily broken up or they're broken up for this season. What do you guys think? Do you guys think it's actually over between Georgie and Darcy? Or do you think it's just for this season, just for the storyline? Let me know in the replay. If you're watching the replay, let me know in the live chat if you guys want to pop it up. And then you guys, as you know, I always like to watch the behind the scenes because I feel like that's where you get all the juice. Um, when they were getting their teeth done, Stacy was like cool with hers, but Darcy, it took her a little bit more time to like find out the perfect frame for her face. Hey, Lydia. Hey, girl. Hey. So she was a little bit more picky. So apparently there are some teeth, these teeth right here, they're called sizers and they're pointier than the rest of your teeth. So when she got her teeth done, 
And let me bring this back up. So Darcy's on this left side here. So when she got her teeth done, she wanted the two teeth here to be pointier because she says that when you go to like do a selfie and you want to like stick your tongue to the side, you want to be able to touch the size or two. And the size or two is supposed to be pointier according to Darcy. Now I'm looking and I don't know if I necessarily see anything pointier because this is her after and oh, excuse me, the top is her before and the bottom is her after and they just like straight across. So I don't know what she's talking about, but that's what she said she wanted. So it took her a little bit longer to find the exact perfect teeth that she wanted. Um, and then when they were getting their permanent teeth put in, they wanted to eat, like that's all they could think about. So when they were at the doctor's office, all like drugged up, they kept asking the doctor, like, when can they eat? When can they eat? You said two hours. Can we eat in two hours? They wanted to get like a shish kebab burger. That's what they were craving. Um, and then in their new luxury villa, apparently the luxury villa was supplied by the doctors in Istanbul and they had diapers, adult diapers as one of the things that were supplied at the villa. And it's because when you have all that surgery, sometimes you're in so much pain that you might not be able to get out of bed. So you're just going to be an adult and go to the bathroom in the diaper and then change the diaper out. Darcy tried on the diapers. She did a diaper dance. You guys definitely have to watch the behind the scenes. She did this whole diaper dance. It was like a whole thing. And then one of the things that we didn't see that didn't make the air is when the coffee reader was doing the reader. The other thing that she said was that there was a woman in Darcy's life that was really bossy that nagged her a lot, that got in her business a lot, and she was all about like what's happening in your life and wanted to dominate her and be in her business all the time. And Darcy believed that the reader was talking about Stacy. So now she calls Stacy Bossy Stacy. So that was the behind the scenes stuff. And that is what happened this episode. Guys. Thanks for being here. Can't wait till next week's episode, but I will be here tomorrow doing catching up on two episodes of Life After Lockup. So I'll see you all tomorrow. Make sure to hit that thumbs up for me, will ya? And I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Bye for now.